Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Eating Salads. It is me again, Austin Crosby, and I am still sitting here caffeine-free uh, for today. Well, you know, significant quantities of caffeine. I don't know how much caffeine is in, like, regular foods, but uh, presumably not that much is in kale salad with apples and walnuts like I had earlier, or... Um, Actually, this might not have been walnuts. There were shaved nuts of some kind. Almonds, probably, knowing Casey. And, um, yeah, I made a pizza out of all Trader Joe's types ingredients. I don't think there was any caffeine in that. But there was Zoog sauce and uh, meatless sausage. And I don't think those have any caffeine. Anyway, you know, One Piece has been killing it. Lately, what Casey and I have been watching, such suspense, um, so amazing. They've been fighting in the mirror dimension, uh, Luffy and this new main villain for the moment, adversary, I guess they would say, Katakuri, who is uh, made of mochi. And that has me thinking about mochi. How many times in your life have you had mochi, if any? Me, I could count on one hand. And uh, for those who don't know, it, it's rice turned into turned into like an ooze. I don't know how to say it. It's like squishy rice. Um, you almost want to say pudding, but it's harder than that. And it's one of these things they touch on in One Piece. He can control the viscosity of his powers because it's mochi and. The times that I've bought it, it's been individually packaged and frozen, uh, as far as I can remember. And as it sits out longer, it becomes stickier and I, I guess more viscous, of course, it, it, it thaws. Um, and it's been sweet every time I've had it, even though I don't know whether or not that is typical. But yeah, it's got me thinking about mochis. It's got me thinking about sweets in general. Um, maybe it's it's the lack of caffeine. Sitting around here going like, mmm, cookies, you know what I mean? We just got back from uh, the airport, driving to the airport, and brought some of that pizza down there in a container. And as soon as it was popped open, I was sitting in the back seat like, mmm, can never be uh never be satiated even though you could I, I definitely could volume eat like a ton of salad and everything i don't want this to like scare people be like oh this salad lifestyle you guys know i eat a balanced diet but i still have an extreme sweet tooth and uh can't really handle all these references to cake and cookies and donuts that this last arc of one piece has been bombarding me with um, it is amazing though to have to think like if I were trying to convince an adult, you know, that one piece is for them, it, it's an almost uphill battle unless you started when you were a child or, uh, are pretty open-minded. But the craziness is that the show is not for kids, like pretty clearly. And uh, it would be for our kids, right? Like I'd show... I'd show a kid One Piece as soon as they were interested in it, but most people would not agree with that. And uh, 
I don't know. It's a shame because it's such a good like format of bedtime story that just keeps going. I mean, it just keeps going forever. And a lot of it is fluff and filler and everything. But if you were doing it for a kid, or you just like, I don't know. I, I guess would parents like regulate how much One Piece their kid could binge? Would you go, oh, you're only allowed to watch two episodes a day? Or something, and then it would work because the next day it would just come back on and review what they where they'd left off so frequently, um, and they would appreciate it, man. There was a suicide bombing in a previous episode. You never really can tell whether or not people are dead for real, though. But you know, there was a suicide bombing. A guy sacrificed himself, but he had had this like bunch of bombs strapped around him. And uh, he, like, opened up his jacket and showed off all these bombs pretty frequently, I guess twice now. And uh, in the last one, he escaped. So maybe he did in this one, too, now that I look back on the history of his bomb threats. Um, And, yeah, people, like, losing limbs, that sort of stuff. Did I ever tell you guys I went on that rabbit hole where I looked into when ads the original ads for one piece would have aired on toonami and it was uh i think it was 2004 2005 so that placed it like squarely while the first season of naruto was airing i think they were prepping you for the first season of one piece to come on toonami as well so i was really into naruto and I remember it having this, like, I mean, I can't say it in past tense because it still does, but for me, I, re- I remember it. But eerie, mature, almost Halloween-y vibe to it because of so much spookiness and all the battles in the woods. And the earliest parts of Naruto, there was that Orochimaru stuff was really seedy and sl- and he turned into a snake and there was all that kind of scariness. So... It is nearly impossible for me to uh, transplant that feelingness, or feelingness, that feeling of sitting there and it being nine thirty at night on a Saturday, and your parents being out at some like adult function. You're uh, in their bedroom, and the crickets or the cicadas are chirping. And you're getting drowsy and drowsy, and as you're falling asleep at the end of uh, One Piece, or sorry, at the end of Naruto, One Piece ad comes on. And it just juxtaposed with the seriousness, relative maturity of Naruto, the over-the-top goofiness of One Piece, of he's a rubber man, you know. It's just such nostalgia, man. And now here we are really appreciating it all these years later. And um, there's something to be said for that, for sure. Anyway, today's episode, though, he, uh, he, Katakuri, who he was fighting, this mochi man, he thinks he beats Luffy. And then he goes, okay, I'm going to have a, uh, I'm going to walk away. You made me late for my merienda just like a snack or tea time or something. And he like walks away from him, like laying there, presumably dead. 
and he erects a shrine of mochi and these little chef people come up and they're like, here are the donuts we've prepared for you. And the, the shtick being that they've always talked about this guy, like he was this superhuman, you know, he's their big brother. He's everyone's big brother. They're like, he's this superhuman. He's someone at one point goes, he's never been on his back. As soon as he was born, he jumped up and he never was on his back again. He, he's so brave, all that kind of thing. And then little do they know behind closed doors, he, he lays about and he eats donuts and he sings little songs about the donuts. And, um, it was just so absurd. And then when, of course, Luffy's not dead, he gets up and he attacks him and destroys his little shrine. And he's like, you disturbed my merienda. And that really ticks him off. Then the fight's for real. But just how it's been going for like a dozen episodes of this guy just beating Luffy down. I mean, he never gets a punch back on this guy. He's just constantly like beating him, beating him, beating him because he can see into the future. And, uh, God, it just goes, man. I can't imagine if you're watching it real time and you had to wait weeks and weeks between. And again, what I'm, where I'm going with this is like, I've, I've watched past where they're translating it in English. There's a couple hundred episodes not translated into English yet. So there are people who are about my age, who probably started watching it when we were 10 years old, who have been watching it week by week for 10 years. 15 years, I mean, whatever, however long it's been. Anyway, guys, without my coffee, I am tired, as you can tell. So I'm going to go. Thank you very much. Come again tomorrow.